everybody for joining us for another episode of Schooled Podcast. Today, I am joined by my hubby and occasional co-host, Jason <laughs> Clark. Um, <laughs> and we're going to be talking about something that I think is very unique to folks in our um, peer group, and that is the idea of beta testing. It's something that studies have found. A lot of millennial people um, and couples do these days. And the idea is not that millennials are non-committal, but that we don't want to be locked into something that doesn't have an out. <laughs> um, and it's really- sounds a little non-committally though. <laughs> <laughs> it does, right? So there's this actually pretty cool article in Time Magazine. Um, it's called The Beta Marriage, How Millennials Approach IQ. Um, and it's got some pretty interesting um, statistics in it. And one of the things I want to highlight from this article is um, this idea that the study uncovered that about half of millennials, 43% and higher among the youngest subset, said they would support a marriage model that involved a two-year trial, uh, at which point the union could either be formalized or dissolved, uh, no divorce or paperwork required. And I thought this was pretty interesting because my husband and I, Jason, were talking about this the other day, the idea that while we're married, it seems like a lot of our friends, our peers, just are putting marriage off for, like, various re reasons that you never would have, like, thought of, I think, 20 years ago. Um, so, Jason, I mean... I know you and I believe the idea of forever is forever, but why do you think so many of our friends don't feel that way? I guess from a guy's perspective. <laughs> right. No pressure. So, well, on behalf of all, all men in the world, uh, let me say this now. <laughs> um, you know, I, I think that what it is is that folks have decided that, you know, they want to do what's, best for them. And I think that's what people should do. Um, if you're not ready, I don't think that you should force it or try to uh, you know, get into a marriage that you think isn't correct. Um, but when you're ready, you know, I think it also is good to be able to um, uh, you know, commit to that as well. And I think especially nowadays, I mean, folks, especially with their careers, I mean, people have so many things going on with their lives where I think marriage is or, or the idea of um, being with one person is part of that, um, um, you know, that uh, that profile or, or those things that they want to do. Um, but especially with the fact that people can have kids at later days, you know, the fact that, you know, people have um, jobs that sometimes take a long time to get to where they want to, or people, and especially in a um, um, an increasingly uh, expensive cities, you know, want to make sure that they have the financial stability that they want before they start a um, a family. I mean, it makes sense why some folks, you know, may still want to wait a little, if you ask me. So. Yeah, but then you have friends that are just like pretty well established, making pretty good money, have a very good idea of where they want to be in their career, and still, you know, will string people along for years before they decide you know what, this really isn't for me. <laughs> and I don't know what you could say about that. So, okay, one of the other things from this article it mentioned, 33% of millennials said they'd be open to trying what researchers dubbed the real estate approach. 
marriage licenses granted on a five, seven, or 10-year, uh, 10 or even a 30-year ARM, after which the terms must be renegotiated. I mean, it's not like we're financing cars here. So <laughs> what? You know, and it's and we, you, Jason, nor I are traditional people. We're pretty like liberal as far as the institution of marriage is concerned. Not that like we're swingers, but just <laughs> that like we didn't feel compelled to get married for religious purposes or because society told us to. We got married because we loved each other. And then you know, like the other night we were watching True Detective and I straight up like at the end of the last episode started bawling because it no spoiler it just was it was one of those series where it just it had such a like finite perspective on life and then the idea of like not being with you like once this life is over it really got to me I mean, that kind of emotional person. So the idea that, like, you know, we could renegotiate our marriage after five years does not appeal to me. And not because I'm a traditionalist, but because I just, I'm like, what's the point, you know? Yeah, I mean, the first question I had is like, so does that mean you got to pay for a whole like wedding and go through all of that for something that's only going to be two years or four years or something like that? I mean, I, I mean, look, I at the at my core, I think that people should do you know what whatever it is that works for them and whatever makes them happy. I mean, you only um, have one life, and whatever it is that. Uh, makes you feel good and you know as long as the other person is you know aware of 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 what your thoughts are or what your feelings are then you know whatever that is and be happy go happy and do that um but i i, I can't help feel that if you had a marriage and the plan was to see where we were or you know you had an opt out after a certain amount of time then it's to me, it, it kind of compromises, you know, what it means to me. I mean, you know, I, I like the idea of uh, forever, and I, I mention that just because, I mean, things are going to get tough, and things are going to be, you know, they're always going to be challenges. I mean, we already have uh, challenges, especially with, the, you know, us being um, um, far away from each other. But if there's a point where you can just be able to tap out and say you no longer want to do this, or you look at it like a job where, you can do this for a certain amount of time, but, you know, after this, then you'll maybe try to, you know, quote unquote, you know, you know, upgrade to something else. And that's how you start looking at marriage. I mean, that can, you know, it, it, to me, it, it's just not what I thought of uh, when I thought of, um, you know, the institute. And that's not, like you said, for any religious reasons or anything like that. Just, you know, it, you're looking for a, a life partner as opposed to a, uh, a four-year partner or a two-year partner. <laughs> and still, 40% of people in this survey said they believe the idea of till death do us part in the vows portion of your, you know, your wedding vows should be abolished. Um, you know, I can, I can understand why, like, people might want to take that part out <laughs> um, for certain reasons. For me, I mean it. Like, I, I feel like it's a lot for me to say I do and this is forever so I'm I'm in this for the long haul but I think people in our group 
they definitely were raised in a generation where we had a lot of options. We had, you know, we had different avenues through which we could travel to get to desired goals or to get what we wanted. We also move, our lives move at much faster paces, I think. And so, for example, if you just look at how we work, right, we, a lot of us don't even have like regular nine to fives. A lot of us have like what they call jobs in the gig economy, so to speak, freelance jobs. Or many of us, we might start off in our career in one industry, but then we totally switch industries. And, and that's okay because these days you don't find a lot of people working at the same company, certainly not their entire lives and definitely not, you know, most of their adult lives. So I can understand that part of it. Um, I just think I, we, ha- we both have friends, right, who we want to see win when it comes to love. And I'm not saying all of our friends take this perspective or have this idea of marriage, um, but I, I think it is so prevalent that it does make it harder for at least a lot of my friends to find people who want to be committed and really have a clear idea of what commitment means. And I think at least for my friends who are single and want to be married, the idea of commitment is just so fluid. Like it means different things to different people. Do you find that it's true with your friends, Jason? I mean, you know, I, I think people have, uh, you know, evolving opinions of, uh, what it means to be in love and what it means to be in, uh, to be happy. I mean, I've there are people I know. I mean, hell, you know, uh, people that I know who have been together for like twenty, twenty five years, and maybe they they haven't actually gone and gotten married per se, but they've been together for a long time, and that works for them. Um, there are other folks I know who are are interested, maybe at some point, you know, if it comes. And they're happy with their lives and their their decisions and you know where things have taken them to right now either. So, you know, my, I mean, to me, I, mean, I think this is kind of what you were getting at is that there's kind of like this grocery store approach to, you know, people maybe take to these things where, you know, you can go in this aisle, get a little bit of uh, this, you can go in that aisle, get a little bit of that, you know, and that's how some gluten free bread or exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Or, you know, if you're like me and you don't want the gluten free and you want to get into the, you know, the potato chip uh, aisle and get all the potato right. chips, you know, you can do whatever it is. You don't just have to get all or nothing. Um, which but again, I, I think it's, and people are not food. You know. <laughs> well, yeah, but but that but that's why you know as long as people. You know, like let's say you're that you want to be. Let's say you're one of these folks and you want to do this for like four years and then figure out after four years. Uh, it may not necessarily be what you know I would be looking for, but if one person said that to the other person and the other person was okay with it, then you know, God bless them. Go, you know, whatever it is that works for folks. I mean, I know I don't things, and I know when I've talked to folks, you know, who are older, um, you know, it's you know, people's thoughts on marriage or what it's like to be together and have a happy and a healthy relationship. And they're all over the map. It's not always what, you know, you usually just see in a, um, you know, reading in a story or something like that. I mean, there are different ways that people find happiness. And, you know, whatever works for you, you know, and I think you have to be honest with yourself. Uh, 
And yeah, I mean, and the other part about it is just, you know, you know, making sure you don't feel like you settle, like that's something we've talked about with folks before. And, uh, you know, I mean, if, for example, you're with someone and you aren't sure if it's the right person, but maybe it'll grow into it and you want to go into a, you know, you want to lease a marriage for a couple of years, then, you know, go, you know, go do it. I guess if that if that's what you guys want to do. And maybe after a certain point, it you find out it's right. And, that's, and then that's great. Um, but, you know, again, I know I've said this a couple of times already, but it's just whatever it is that is going to make you happy and the other person, you know, is like fully gung ho with it too. As long as the two of you um, are on the same page, then you know, by all means, whatever whatever works for you. <laughs> I will say that I do think people in our generation definitely prioritize their own personal happiness, maybe more so than our parents did. I feel like people are not just sticking around as much for the kids or for religious purposes or because they just believe in the institution of marriage in and of itself. Um, People, I think we, you know, you know people, and I know people that are just like, you know, if I'm not happy, I'm out kind of thing. Yeah. that's actually and, a good thing, personally. Right. No, and that's a that's a good point. That, that is a good point too. So it it is about the two of you. Um, but like once you have kids, you know that's another thing you gotta keep in mind. I mean, it, at that point, if you are planning on having kids and you're doing that too, I mean you gotta think of also at some point what's best for them. Um, and that doesn't mean certainly stay in a marriage that's a bad marriage or anything like that. But as you make your choices, you know, you still want to have that idea of family. So what works for you, but also what works for us, you and that other person and you and maybe those mini yous that may be out there too. You want to think about them as well because, you know, they aren't going to be able to, you know, voice their opinions because, you know, they're they're not born yet or they're only one or two years old. So, um, you know, one of the, one of the things in the article that I also really like um, is this idea of, renewing your vows like really like more frequently than say every five or ten years um it's like the idea like some people get marriage anxiety so to overcome that one expert suggests and actually does this renewing her vows with her husband every year like clockwork and you know it's like a lot of work no i don't think it is it's not Uh. i don't think that you have to have an entire ceremony with all your family and friends. I, I think uh, it could be as personal and as intimate as something you do between you and your partner, and that's it. And okay. I really love that. Because, that. Yeah, because you know, people evolve and people change, and your needs change. And so I feel like that's a really nice way and modern way to keep your marriage fresh and to make sure that you and your partner are on the same page. And just one other thing that I think is a little glimmer of hope in this, same article says, even after all of this, 69% of millennials still actually want to get married. And that makes me happy. And you know, before we got married and before you even proposed, I was not like, everybody must get married, you know, like by a certain age, I was never that person. When I started getting older, I started feeling the pressure, but I still never subscribed to the idea that everybody must get married because I don't think marriage is for everybody. But I do, now that I am on the other side of it, 
I do really see the value of being married, but it's not marriage in and of itself. It's the idea that you found that person that you love so much and you gel with so much that you guys are in it for the long haul. It's like worth everything. I'm like, you. I don't. <laughs> 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 I agree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, great. I mean, now that I know that, I feel like I just got schooled. You did. You did. We knew each other, actually. Now you know what you should do. You should go and school your friends, especially your single Rolling Stone friends. Oh, jeez. Man, let my friends know, okay? Let my friends be I happy. don't know. Wait, wait, I mean, I do. I do want your friends to live, and I do want your friends to be happy. I want my friends to live, and I want them to be happy as well. But I just, I also worry that some of our friends are going to sort of look back and wonder, was I, was I too you know, fluid about this idea of marriage? Was I was I too rigid when it came to the standards I have? Should I have been more open? Because, you know, you don't, you don't, it's not like the one comes along every four or five years. Like people want to renew their, or, or like, you know, have this, this limit on marriages. Yeah, you can limit your marriage, but that doesn't mean you'll meet the, the right person in the, you know, four or five years following that divorce or whenever you decide to end that marriage. So this is my two yeah. cents. Well, that's more, it's two cents more than I probably have. So. And two plus two makes four. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks everybody for joining us for this episode of schooled podcast. We hope you got as much out of it as we did. And you can find us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Schools Podcast. Bye, Jason. Bye, Jason. <laughs> Next time, see ya.